I'm Tony Marr, Bear Fanatic, and your host of Something to Crow About. I am still waiting for someone to bring me some bear food, but either way, I am super excited because today our podcast features a Canfield Fair board member who has been around the longest, so I am certain that he has some stories to tell. So let's get moving with the man, the myth, the legend, George Roman III. George, hello. I'm well today. <laughs> now, George, when I think of the Canfield Fair, you are definitely one of the people that come to mind immediately, which means that you've been here for a little bit of time. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about your history with the Canfield Fair and how you became involved with the board. Well, I've been on a board. This would have been my 34th year. Uh, but I happened to grow up just a half a block away from the fairgrounds. Oh, nice. And we played here from morning to night on the grounds every day, all day. It was just a place to be. And a lot of our friends, my neighbors, we were all the same age. And we just came out and played. We had a baseball diamond. We wore the paths out. The bases were out. And we just just had a fun time. So you were literally raised at the Canfield Fair. I was. I was. <laughs> at least on the fairgrounds. Yes. And and you've been doing um so so your your role here has been um entertainment and grandstand. So how has that changed, you know, over the years? Oh, quite a bit. Um mostly in the uh, dollar amounts that we have to pay for acts today. I mean, when we started out, you know, they were 10, 15, 20, and now they're 120 and 220 and 320. <laughs> sure. And so so you were involved with getting some of like the big ones back. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that we've had. We've talked about the Beach Boys. Um, we've talked about uh, Charlie Daniels. So you've been involved with getting some of those. A lot of those, yes. Um, but one of my favorites, yeah. if you're going to ask that question, Absolutely. was Roy Clark. Roy Clark. Oh, Roy he Clark just, five? just Roy Clark. He was a country western singer. Um, and another one, uh, Doc Severinsen. Those were my two favorite. He played. He was the band leader for the J Johnny Carson show oh, sure. back in the day, and uh, they were two amazing events. And th those are those are my top two. Wow. So and, and so so now, when you were picking entertainment, did you kind of like say, "Hey, I really like this band. Let me get them up here because I want to see." Them. <laughs> well, it has a lot to do with it, um, but it, it also depends on the routing of the uh, the artist. And we're lucky enough to be near Nashville. And what they do is they start out in Nashville and they go west, then they'll go north, then they'll go east, and then they head back west. And uh, Labor Day is the end of the touring season, the summer touring season. So we've been fortunate enough to get a lot of top names because they're headed through the Pittsburgh, Youngstown area, headed back south to their headquarters and where they live. So that's been a benefit to us in the routing circuit. Oh, yeah. yeah you're just picking them right up at the end. They're Absolutely. Like, you know what? Why not? Let's do the Campbell Fair. Biggest fair <laughs> out and, there. And, and they know us. And uh, we're out there. We're on the map. And uh, a lot of them look to play here at the Canfield Fair. That's awesome. And, and you know, that's entertainment, music acts. But there's also the, um, the other elements that go on the grandstand. So... You know, talk about that a little bit about, like, say, like the tractor pull. I mean, are you involved with that? Um, I am to a certain extent as we, uh, I'm in charge of the ushers and um, getting them in here and, and seeing that the chairs are set properly. And my son helps in that regard. But it's uh, it's a process and it takes time when you have horse racing on the day of the tractor pull and they <laughs> end up having 15 races instead of 12. 
and it puts us um, kind of in a rush to get the, the grounds all situated again and yeah. the stage set. Yeah, and that's something that people don't really realize. I mean, there's events going on at the grandstand almost all day, every day. So you guys are busy, busy beavers. We'll that, call it. Yeah. that is right. <laughs> yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't see. They came out, they all come out and see the fluff. Yeah. But they don't see behind the stage, so to speak. Oh, well, I mean, you know, say going on for 174 years, I mean, you guys have that down to a science where it, you, you don't even know. Like, if I'm walking in there trying to watch a tractor pull, I wouldn't have known that. 20 minutes ago, there was a <laughs> horse race going on. So, Yeah, it's all pretty seamless. Uh, everybody takes their jobs pretty serious yeah. here. Um, they look forward to taking the time off to make sure that they are here for the fair. They, they all love coming to the fair, our volunteers, um, some of the paid personnel. It's just something that they absolutely look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And so for a lot of that staff, I mean, it, do they... Do their regular jobs have anything to do with the entertainment? Or, I mean, because that has to be a quick turnaround for training, right? <laughs> well, not as far as entertaining is concerned. Sure. Um, we do hire, um, we need such a large stage. So there's only a handful of them around the country. It takes a certain uh, area, square footage area. They need certain speakers. They need certain lights. Um, so sure. it, it all, we can't maintain all that type of equipment. It changes daily. Um, so we just uh, hire that out and, and make sure that we have what they require. Yeah. I will say that uh, one summer I was almost a roadie for a couple different bands and Air Supply was one of them. So um, mm -hmm. I understand <laughs> the, the, the amount of work that goes into putting on these shows in such a short period too. Yes. And some of them, um, they have their little idiosyncrasies. They want uh only blue M&Ms or they want just a certain brand of water. It can't be anything else. And so it gets a little frustrating at times, but uh, we try to accommodate as best we can. Oh, sure. So if you were on tour, what would your one thing be that you would request every place to have? Oh, outside of alcoholic beverages? Uh, <laughs> sure. Not too much. I'm, I'm pretty easygoing. Yeah, I, I think I would just ask for fair food if I was at every fair. You know, that's just me. Well, after being here for <laughs> 34 years, sometimes you require a little more than fair food, even <laughs> though you are here at the fair. Sure, sure. Well, you know, I, I could try to live off it for a while. Yes. Oh, yes. We all do. Yeah. And so so you've been around for, you said, 35 years? Going on, the 175th fair will be my 35th fair here wow. at the fairgrounds. So which fair has been your favorite fair? Yeah, I've been coming to these things for about 65 years now, so it's kind of hard to remember some of the, sure. some of the events that happened, but uh, it's, it's been all enjoyable. Uh, like I said, growing up a half a block from the fair and, and these being our uh, playground, so to speak, um, we all jokingly, as we grew up, became uh, teenagers and growing through that and getting to a young adults and then having families. And I said, you know what, it would really be nice to uh, maybe be on the fair board. Yeah. Just as an afterthought. But um, lo and behold, I had a good friend that sat on a board and out of the clear blue sky one day, he just came over and said, hey, I need to take you to, to breakfast. I go, breakfast? <laughs> now what I do? He said, no, no, just come to breakfast. So that's how it started. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, you were kind of just destined to be here. And and also, you know, you have lots of memories, which some of your, you, you, we told a story about, or you told me a story about your grandkids were asking you about stories of the fair. So we will talk about that um, when we get back from the break, because definitely interesting stories. And there's one story in there um, that <laughs> we're going to talk about later. It involves a bear. So stay tuned for that. 
Something to Crow About will come at you once every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of the action. You can subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. And if you have a story from your time at the Canfield Fair and want to be considered for a guest on our show, send us an email at marketing at canfieldfair.com with your funny stories, your favorite memories, or heck, your even fair food. Or or heck, even your favorite fair food. Uh, and also, if you want to just bring me some fair food, that'd be awesome too. But uh, we are also looking for underwriters for our podcast and are that year at the fair. So if you are interested in learning more about underwriting options, please email marketing at canfieldfair.com. And now we are back with George Roman. Now, George, before we went to the break, we talked about, you know, your your history here at the fair. And apparently this past weekend, you know, as the the, the Canfield Fair already wrapped up for this year, the past weekend, your grandkids wanted you to tell them some some interesting stories about the fair. So so please <laughs> share those stories with us. Too. Well, all of our grandchildren are fair junkies now. Sure. It, it just was something that is in their blood. Oh, absolutely. And so we were sitting around and they said, Grandpa, tell us a story about the fair. Tell us something that you did. Well, as I said, living uh, that close to the fairgrounds, um, after we got to be 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, there was a fee to get into the, to the grounds. Well, we knowing the fairgrounds as well as we did, we knew where we could climb under the fence. Oh. So uh, all summer long, we, had, we made plans to make sure that that was going to be overgrown so that they couldn't see it while they were mowing and maintaining the fairgrounds. But then uh, closer to the fair... We made sure and, and had it ready for us because along the fence line is where they parked most of the cars at the time. This is going back a few years yeah. now. So we always had a place that we could sneak under the fence, climb right underneath it. And it was always around back then they had the big older cars. So we could climb underneath the cars yeah. pretty easy being being younger. And at that time, they used to have uh, the sheriff on uh, on horses, mounted police. So... It was it was kind of a challenge for us to make sure that we hid behind the cars long enough for the horses to run by, and then we dart out and get into the fairgrounds. <laughs> so we always had fun trying to do that and not get caught. Sometimes we did, sure. Most of the times we didn't. Sure, it's like a scene out of Shawshank Redemption, you know, where they're <laughs> exactly. trying to escape prison, and that's exactly <laughs> chased by the mounted horses. And again, one of the other stories that I told him. Well, again. Back in the day, when you had a soft drink, it was in a glass bottle. Yeah, uh, there were like six or seven ounce bottles of Coke, and then they had like uh, twenty ounce bottles of ginger ale or whatever. But when you bought them at the grocery store, you had to leave a deposit. The small ones were a nickel, the larger ones were a dime. And back when I was in school, we didn't go the day after Labor Day; we went the Wednesday after, so we had the day after the fair free. So first thing in the morning on Tuesday when the fair was over, buddies and I would grab our red wagons and we'd run right over to the fairgrounds and collect as many glass bottles <laughs> as we could find. And there were many. And we'd save that money for next year going to the fair. And, and we did quite wow. well over the years. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the earliest form of recycling, too. Yeah, pretty much. Right, right. Pretty much. Because <laughs> they made sure you got it back. And before we, right before we started doing the podcast, we were talking, you know, there's... I don't know if anyone's ever seen the studio. There is a big bear behind me, a big black bear. Um, it, it's a real bear. It's taxidermy. But, you know, I was asking you if you knew the secret of it. But you said no, but you know another bear story. <laughs> so well, so uh, tell me about the 
bear story. Well, at one point we had a bear show. Okay. Uh, here as an attraction uh, for the people to come in to the fair. And at that time, uh, our minister was was helping around the fairgrounds a little bit and doing some opening prayers and this and that. And he said, George, I'd really like to see that bear. <laughs> I said, okay, pastor, hold on. I think I can arrange for that. And uh, he just told me this story. He remembers it was about 15 years ago, maybe longer. And he remembers uh, getting into the cage with this big bear. black bear that stood probably seven, eight feet high on its hind legs. And uh, so the, the handler brought him in and took him over to the bear. And pretty soon the bears got both arms surrounded him <laughs> and giving him a bear hug, so to speak. Right. And uh, he just stood there. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know if he should move. He'd laugh or cry. Yeah. But uh, it's just a memory he created. And it, it was a big black bear. And he's always wanted to be near one. And that that little dream came true. Right, right. And and that just goes to prove that you never know what you're going to find at the Canfield Fair. Absolutely. <laughs> every, every year is a new experience. Everybody says, well, it's the same old thing. Well, it's really not. If you put your heart and soul into it, sure. you'll find uh, memories to last you a lifetime. Absolutely. And I think hugging a bear would definitely create a memory. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was for him. <laughs> to last a lifetime. Oh, I'm sure. All right. So... I did want to say that we are doing something that we are calling the Canfield Fair Faves. So it's going to be rapid fire questions about what you enjoy most about the fair. So um, are are you ready for this? This is it's going to be heavy, heavy, hard hitting questions. You can't hit them as hard as I can. So. <laughs> sure. All right. So you you kind of already answered this, but. What has been your favorite show you have ever seen at the fair? Well, again, uh, Roy Clark and Doc Severinsen. I wasn't here for the Lennon sisters back in 1955, but I'm sure they would have been a very good hit. Sure. All right, and and here we go. What is your favorite animal at the fair? Steers. Steers, huh? Okay, all right. I I thought you were going to say bear, but all right. Uh, And here, this is the hardest question I think you will ever be asked um, because there's so many options. Your favorite food at the fair? Any sandwich with the hottest peppers available. That's, I 100% agree with you. I 100% agree, agree with you. Uh, well, you know, George, thank you for being part of our show and for everything that you've done in the community. I mean, again, when I think Campo Fair, I think George Roman. You know, you're Mr. You're Mr. Campo Fair right. to me. <laughs> Tell I'm me. not sure about that, no. <laughs> but, but we are looking forward to coming back to normal for our 175th, and we look forward to seeing everybody back. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm sure you're already planning some some special treats for 175, right? Absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, you know, thank you for helping the community create their own memories for <laughs> 174 years. So 175 will be creating some more memories. Thanks for listening, fair friends. I had a great time with George and loved hearing his stories and about bears. <laughs> Just getting up to, 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 to no good at the Canfield Fair. But uh, speaking of stories, we've got even more in store for you. So join me next Tuesday when I have a new guest in the chair. And remember, if you are interested in underwriting or possibly being a guest on the Something to Crow About podcast, email marketing at canfieldfair.com.